Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Ask the Accountant. We are here. We are live as per usual. It is our 8.30 every Monday morning weekly session with all of you wonderful people. Say good morning in the comments. Let us know how you are getting on. And drop us any hints if you've heard any juicy stories that you'd like us to cover. Um, Aaron, as always, is here with me today. Aaron, how are you and how was your week? First of all, it's episode number 57. The date's the 20th of November, 2000. So I'll read the, I'll read the script. Don't you worry about it. I'll tell <laughs> you about this script, Malarkey. It's a total waste of time. <laughs> We need some we need some structure. Yeah, some structure. Um, you and me no, you great 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 morning. That is enough structure for anyone. <laughs> it's been a great week. I have um spent um what was it the week before four days in London plus Brighton. Um the week just gone, four days in London. This week, four days in London. So yeah, I am I'm, I'm enjoying London. Well, I say I'm enjoying, I'm tolerating lo- lo- uh, London at this point in time. So yeah, exciting times ahead. And we'll talk a little bit about it. We've got a few uh, bits to go over throughout the show, haven't we? So I won't talk about it now. But yeah, we'll, we'll bring some of those little tidbits of why I was in London for four days a week um, last week and next uh, in the next couple of times. But should we say good morning to the people who are uh, commenting below? Let's do that. So good morning to Paul, as always. Good to see you. Good morning to Louise. Uh, good morning to... Uh, Paul Keating as well. Good morning to Natasha, and I believe congratulations in releasing your book last week yeah. is in order. Loving the new, um, um, the new logo. Look at that. Yeah, brand awareness. We like yeah. a bit of brand awareness, don't we? Yep. Um, good morning, Ashley. How are you today? I did have a lovely, very chilled and quiet birthday yesterday. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, good morning to Luke. Uh, good morning to. Uh, Mer- Merlin and Vittorio, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, um, Ashley says script, what's that? Yeah, I, no. <laughs> and so Ashley's Googled what the script is, comes back, meaning to write, and all its meanings have to do with something written. Your handwriting is your script. Well, there you go. The written version of what you, you're supposed to say rather than whether for a wedding, toast, or play, or a script. There we go. Yeah, now, we, we've got some bullet points. I stick to most of the bullet points. Stick to Eddie, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say good morning. Oh, we, we need to say, though, do, it is a happy birthday for you. I thought I'd do a little effect for hey, you. Thank you. There we are. There we are. That's you get. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, so, got quite a bit to crack on with today. Um so obviously we give a lot of airtime to our friends at QuickBooks, Employment Hero, uh, Apron, who we'll talk about later on uh, as well, because they've just done a small release. So basically um, really good software is what oh, I'm hearing there. Like a tier software. You're talking about really good A tier software at that point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um maybe we give Zero a bit of stick for the only updates that they ever do seem to be font layout font changes and layouts in the reports differing but we have to we have to put our hands up and say fair enough at zero you've announced an update that's not just a font update so let's spend some time talking about that and go from there um so uh zero have been doing their roadshow across the uk um and as part of that they have announced three main areas i think to be fair 
Um, there was also some <clears throat> some talk on a, what their focuses are going forwards, which is interesting and didn't receive the warmest of welcomes on social media, but we shall see uh, how we get on. So, first of all, they are they have launched Tax Manager. Now, this is the ability to manage to see all your clients' tax deadlines, whether that's VAT, corporation tax, personal tax, in one place, in one screen. All right. Sage have had that for a while, haven't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but in fairness, QuickBooks hasn't. It hasn't, but it has got a practice management tool that will show you all of that. Very true. Very true. Right. So, yeah, this is um, Zero pulling, basically. So at the moment, you have to go into your VAT space in Zero. You have to go into your tax, man tax manager, whatever they call it in Zero. They're just combining all that information into one place. Um, and they seem to be doing a bit of a focus on their practice management tool, which is going to take a bit of effort to get out of the 1990s, but let's see what happens. Um, so, yeah, so that was their first update. Um, well, just on that, though, I mean, the advantage they have is, in theory, and I, I haven't tested it, and I probably won't test it, but in theory, they can get their that information straight from MTD. Right. And they've, in, in, you know, all jokes aside, that's one advantage that they had nailed from day one, right? Their MTD integration was actually stronger than the competitors in terms of you could see what multiple um, uh, ones were. It's not just the one that's due. So you could see what multiple um, filings were there. And, you, and they had a little integration of what payments were made and stuff, didn't they? That you could kind of see mm -hmm. if it was overdue or not. So fair play to them on that one. So that information we know is going to be good. Um, and it's built on there. And in theory, they can tell you if the tax returns are in terms of corporate and personal are actually filed because they can go through their software to tell you that, right? And they can say, oh, if you're using their software, then yes, you filed it or no, you haven't, yeah. right? So that is that is what QuickBooks Practice Manager will be in X amount of time when it's when it's all built and ready to go. Um, Question, and it though. is a functionality that from the likes of Client Engager would love to have, right? If you could have that, that final final tick to say that it is actually been filed or it's in process or it's been prepared that is actually quite powerful isn't it so kudos oh, to yeah. that I mean, bit we and at client engager we are looking at that without as part of the mtd integration for vat authorization requests yeah we are looking at the option to then verify vat deadline dates as we do currently with company's house yeah uh, for year-end accounts so the disadvantage of that is you're waiting on hmrc to update to MTD, which, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, how long you got? <laughs> um, so, well, no, date verification is all already available. Has been for a long time, um, but yeah. So we, um, yeah, like, the the general feel on social media is like, great, you you show me all the deadlines in one place, but you still haven't built practice uh, partnership returns. Now I know. Yeah. QuickBooks haven't either, but Zero are a couple of years ahead of this and brought, acquired a pre-built solution, which didn't work. So they had to start again. But yeah, like they've also announced like all all major boxes are now available on the SA100 forms, including SA106 and 107. Mm -hmm. But does 
I would argue what a developer at zero thinks is a major fee, major, and what an accountant or bookkeeper thinks is a major box could be very different. So I would just check which ones they've actually got before you get too excited. Um, but yeah, so the, they're also Am looking I, at trying to get rid of this zero practice HQ tool and zero. Like, yeah. They've got a few different windows. They're trying to bring it all into one place. Which makes um, sense, right? Like, it is confusing, isn't it, as to where you've got to go? And yeah, 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 it's horrible. Um, so yeah, it it does make sense that they're trying to bring it all in one. But I'd say they're playing catch up with free agent QuickBooks and Sage here because they've all had it all in one for a while. Um, what information they display in that one view in one in one that one place is potentially different. But, I mean, Sage had it nailed, haven't they? Because they built it from scratch, like yeah. purpose built from day one. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. We'll see what comes out of that one, shall we? Um, they also announced some changes to their payments, so you can now power their payment. You've always been able to power their payment pay now button, which we've been demanding from QuickBooks for a long time. Um, but they've been demanding the pay now button can be powered. Uh, they've been allowing pay now buttons to be powered by pretty much anyone that links in properly and certified with them. Mm, but they've now got an agreement. Closed. And now maybe that is closed. We need to yeah. test that. Um, but they've now got a formal agreement in place with our friends over at Cresco, which is fantastic news for the Cresco team. Um, so only any open banking payments can now be done through pressing pay now, powered by Cresco. So, which was already already possible, but that you know the fact that they're partnering with them and making a big official marketing thing and stuff is a huge result for Cresco and the the team there. So well done to them. Um, but in doing that, they're also dropping the official partnership with Wise or TransferWise, as they were formerly known. Um, obviously, not well adopted and used. Whether they thought multi. People were going to want to use the multi uh, multinational payments and stuff more than they actually have. Um, I don't know. Um, but fair play to Zero. They've recognized that it's not working, that people aren't using it, and they've dropped it, which, yeah. If only QuickBooks had done the same with PayPal. <laughs> yeah, but it's still the, the transfer-wise wise connection is still there, isn't it, with QuickBooks? Oh, it's still, yeah, it's still available. They just don't promote it anymore. Yeah, that, well, why would you? It's been terminated. Half-hearted, half-hearted in in the best possible way, and it yeah, and it just causes more issues than actually solves at this point in time. So, mm. no, great, great news for Cresco that one. I think that's yeah. uh, it's a good, good uh, boom for them, and that that'll help their adoption, right? They've they clearly yeah. got a nice tool for actually making um, making payments abroad. It's just yeah, it's just difficult to get the adoption. So, bad play to them. Yeah, exactly. And then the next one, I don't know. I, I'm undecided on this. Get off e that invoicing. E-invoicing. <laughs> so technically, Zero's had this from year dots, where you can put a code into your client Zero, or into a, you can give a code to another supplier that uses Zero, and you're, when you send an invoice, it automatically goes into their Zero for approval, yep. vice versa. So that that's the principle of e-signing of e of e-invoicing is that. You basically you're transmitting data directly into software, so you don't have to go via Dext and auto entry and stuff like that, which is fantastic. 
Um, they seem to be rebranding it as e-invoicing now because it used to be called something else. I cannot remember what. Just, and it, it had a very had a very low rate of adoption from what I understand. Um, but in Europe, e-invoicing is huge. Like it's mandated, it's becoming mandated in every EU country. There's absolutely no noise from the UK government about looking at mandating this. I think the UK government, um, I think, more. I'd rather get the tax mandated in MTD before we deal yeah. with how we deal with the invoices. But like, if you look at the scope of MTD, that was like stage 576 or whatever number, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was there was at one point they were talking about MTD being this whole push for electronic invoicing via, yeah. you know, peer-to-peer. Because -peer. at one point they wanted it to follow the um, crypto kind of idea, wasn't it? And it was going to go down yeah. the fact that you're going to go down that. Um, it wouldn't have been crypto, but you had that idea. The same 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 technology behind that, right? So that's what they wanted, peer-to-peer. -peer. Yep. Yeah, that's a long, long way off. And like I you said, because it's not being mandated, the adoption's going to be... Yeah, so the government's not even talking about this, so I don't think the adoption's going to really be there. Um, but I think the bigger problem is, because it's not mandated, it's not standardised. Yep, yep. So Zero have launched their e-invoicing, e um, so you, they people send e invoices into zero, but that relies on QuickBooks, Free Agent, Sage, and all the others send, generating e invoices that can be communicated via that tool that Zero have built. Yeah, you know, and it's like you know when the DVD came out, <laughs> though, or video player videos came out, there there was different formats and things didn't talk to each other, and unless the government mandates this i don't i see the same thing happening again of we might have two or three different platforms for e invoicing servers and stuff that and how they all talk to each other and unless it's standardized through legislation i i don't think anyone's truly benefiting from this until that happens because there's no way we're going to get sage zero free agent QuickBooks and all the others sat in a room and go, right, come on then, guys. What which platform are we using? How are we going to get how are we going to make this work for our customers? No, none of them are going to sit and do that. And they're not going to and then walk out like a really nice meeting. Um, that's you know, we've agreed on that. Great, let's all work on that. But it's just not going to happen. So, like the government needs to be that mediator that says, no, this is how you're going to do it. Um <coughs> You know, we've just seen Apple announce RCS messaging coming to Apple phones next year because they've had to back down that Apple iMessage isn't going to work on Android and Android's adopted RCS messaging, which in effect is iMessage, but a different platforms and different servers and stuff. Um, so, yeah, like until and the, the reason Apple's done that is because the EU were about to tell them they had to. Yeah, so unless work. there's legislation to get these software companies to follow the same rules and the same processes, they're all going to do their own thing. And yeah, it, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they try and do something better for their own customers that you really only get all these features if you're using the QuickBooks tool or the free agent tool or the Sage tool or the Zero tool? So 
yeah, I think I think there's more. It, it's more presentation and less substance at this point from Zero saying, you know, that they're trying to get the steel on everyone else saying, we're going to do e-invoicing. It's like, yeah, but what are the actual day-to-day practicalities and benefits of this? What's the wider adoption going to be? Because while you've also, you've still got your people that are raising Word document invoices and Excel document invoices and using a free app on their phone to raise an invoice, like, that's all counterproductive towards the e-invoicing side of things so yeah and and yeah. why is um because it's business to business is what this mandated for right but why if you're not got a business account with amazon do they not have to adopt it yep and, and where does but, it stop is it amazon or do, do you have to keep going to every service provider out there if you get an e-contract out for, for your mobile phone does that have to be invoice going forward like at what point does it stop you know that's that's to me where that's you know They've got to figure that bit out, right? They've got to if they if for this to work, and like you said, for the adoption to be there, it's not just business to business, and everyone has to start using some form of electronic FMS. But it needs to be that to work. And then, it, you know, thinking it out loud, like, is it going to be an email? Do you email to their normal email? Do you have to email to their special e-invoice in email? There's going to be bits that need to be figured out practically, isn't there, for this to be adopted? Yeah. Yeah, I I do think it's a PR stunt. This one, all right. It's a we've got much to talk about. Let's rebrand what we've already got and open it up to a bit more. We can't talk um, about MTD again. <laughs> no, you can't talk about MTD again because everyone else has stopped talking about it, and um, we can't really go out with another different font. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, e in e invoicing is the future as a concept. Like it will come to the UK in at some point in time. It'll be There's part no, of the MTD. I don't, I don't doubt that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It'll be yeah. It'll be the next evolution from MTD. Was right. We've got the tax. We're filing the. We're reporting the tax more effectively. Now we need to have those e invoices to support those filings. Um, whereas European countries have gone right. We're going to do the Europe. We want the e invoicing now. And then we'll modernize our tax system and digitalize that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you think about it; it prevents fraud and all sorts, right? Done properly, oh, yeah. because you know the idea that you can't you can't get paid from your you know you can't pay your your, your plumber, for example, unless they send you an invoice. It was supposed to be down to that sort of idea, wasn't it? That you literally yeah. can't get paid. And if it's if it's an invoice, then it's legitimized; it's out there in the ether. It then should appear on you know that was the point of it, yeah. right? And we all know what our government are like with, and HMRC are like with spines. So they'll go, we're going to do e-invoicing. And then they'll start ruling out all these different groups of people and businesses that don't have to do e-invoicing, which means it's completely, utterly ineffective and pointless anyway. <laughs> but um, such, is, such is the way of legislation. Um, so yeah, it's... I think out of all of that... I, fantastic news for Presco and their payments um, and hopefully that gets them a lot more traction and volume of transactions through their platform um, and pay now via open banking it's becoming a bigger bigger thing like Tim for hat moment but I would not be surprised and I you know if we see QuickBooks announce this in the coming years at some point that they've just announced that app to app feature that allows them to link bank accounts a lot easier using open banking 
um, the next evolution of that naturally is to power their pay now button by that. So we'll see what comes. And surely um, Entertainment yeah. Heroes looking at it, so they're all going to be looking at it, right? Like, yeah, it's an everyone's going to be looking at it. Um, so yeah, it. Yeah, I'm. I reckon the payments bit is probably the biggest news out of all of that because I'm. I would go on the assumption a lot of zero users use practice management software, which gives them the dates all in one place for their clients anyway. Um, but I might be completely wrong there. So yeah, any any other thoughts on the zero updates, Aaron? Well, I think we should take this moment to have a look at comparing the two. So zero on their roadshow, that was their announcement. Quickbox yep. was on their roadshow. Now, okay, we we are probably the least biased ones, uh, least uh, non-biased uh, ones to be talking about at this point. So take what we're saying here with a pinch of salt. But if you look at just the roadshows alone and what was announced, surely there's a clear winner in terms of enhancements coming or improvements to the product right like i think we've said it for a long time it feels like zero are feel like they're you know pretty much feature parity they're where they want to be they're happy with that they've got market share they just need to keep their user base happy and everyone's okay right they don't need to grow yeah at least they you know there's there's no massive need for them to grow right they've already got the market share they're, they're market leaders so safe to say then that the fact that intuit came out with intuit assist and practice manager and payroll bureau and you know and, and books attacks and we can keep going right there were so many announcements that were that were said at the show yeah. um it's clear that one was pushing for their new announcements while the other one was trying to fill a void of a gap where Maybe their roadshow was more about how to use what's already there as opposed to what's coming in the future, which for me and you, maybe we put too much emphasis on because that's what we that's what gets us excited. We watch the Apple keynote events for what's coming, not what's already there, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. that's the point of it, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think actually, if you look at the two roadshows, there's a dramatic difference in culture there at the moment. So if you look at zero oh we're putting all the information into one place for tax managers on wakey wakey we've now we've swapped our payment provider to cresco that cool but open banking is not this new revolutionary thing it's been about for a while um e-invoicing well it's just a rebrand and a rehash of what we've already got really um whereas you go to quickbooks and it's intuit assist ai this ai that it's talking about the future but I know, and anyone that's attended a roadshow for QuickBooks has walked away knowing the direction that they see the future in and their plan to get there. Yeah. Based on the press releases that I've read for Zero Roadshow, I've got no sense of direction from them. Yeah. Like no, no reference to AI. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, we didn't attend the events, we have to be fair, and maybe yeah. they discussed yeah. it, but... When the marketing and PR teams release all their press releases, they talk. They put in those press releases for any software company the key points that they're talking about, the key talking points. No reference to AI. So I it was whole, about, and it was very not. You know, there was no substance behind it, or yeah. as I think you're rightly saying, there was no mention of it at all. Yeah, and when you look at those figures that QuickBooks are quoting of. 
we've got X amount of data engineers, we've got X amount of patents, we've got all of this. 700 patents. Yeah, and for them to not mention that at all, yeah, I I think they're on the back foot again with AI now. Yeah. This is the point, right, for us as um, (coughs) forward. We're at this stage where we've got to figure out what where we're going to stick our flag. We've all got this flag at the moment. We've got to think about MTD. We've got to think about AI. We we know going forward that rightly or wrongly, we are going to be forced into one ecosystem. Yeah, there, there's going to be or, or or a handful of ecosystems. We can't do what we're doing now, where we try and get the best of everything. And we our tech stack is tech stack is all about let's try and find the best of each category. We know going forward, we're going to need to have a opportunity to have one ecosystem to rule them all at least the very you know few amount of ecosystems possible so that things like ai things like mtd can actually do what it needs to do right and that they need to talk about that to us now there's no point talking about to us in two three years time because by then we should have made our decision then right we're they're, they're, they're trying to get us to make that decision now so ultimately now's the time to be talking about the future there's never been a more important time to talk about it because we need to start making those preparations now, don't we? So it's strange that they're not pushing, you know, looking at the future, pushing the future. And I know they've got difficulties there in terms of development and everything else because they're not got, you know, they've had some do layoffs and there's all that negativity around it, but they still need to push. That needs to be their opportunity to tell us that we've got to make the right, um, uh, that we've got to make the right decision, right? Definitely. And yeah, like we need those early warnings so we can plan. Like we, you know, in theory, I'm, so I'm calling 2023 the year of AI. At the end of 22, open AI hit the, hit the world, chat GPT. Yeah. 2023 has all been about where does AI sit in the accounting industry and how can it help us with accounting and bookkeeping and our day-to-day jobs? And QuickBooks has made it extremely clear where they see AI sitting and how it's going to work. Mm, like, yeah, Zero had this opportunity to talk about AI, and they haven't, which gives me no direction. So if I was sat there going, which one do I go for, without even a, a favorite of blue or green, do you, if you're looking at setting up a firm today, ready for next year and stuff, What? which one sounds more future-proof? The one that's got all of these patents and all these opportunities or the ones that yet, is yet to mention it? Yep, exactly right. So, yeah. Okay, so we will move on from that. Now, there is a huge event happening over in Las Vegas. I mean, like if, I, if people can, apart from uh, – that was a – let's hope that. that there's hope there's more um, quality entertainment at QuickBooks Connect to Las Vegas than there was in the F1 leading manhole covers. Although the marketing people have done well out of that. Yep. Do you see the Domino's one? Yeah, yeah, filling it in with a... Filling it in with a garlic dip. <laughs> Genius. Um, yeah, so QuickBooks Connect has been happening in Las Vegas and we are going to leave that as a topic for our uh, QuickBooks Labs episode next week. So we will come back to that. Yeah. Pardon? Not next week, the week after. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
So start of December, we will touch and base and talk all things QuickBooks Las Vegas from celebrity attendance through to uh, announcements that we we believe we could then see come towards the UK if there was anything. Um, but yeah, we will leave that where it is uh, for now. So tune in in two weeks' time to QuickBooks Labs and we will go into all things QuickBooks Labs um, and go from there. So next topic, our friends at Apron have been busy, aren't they always? Always tinkering away with things. Um, but Apron have now launched an update which gives you a full audit trail for every payment process, which, you know, when the client comes back to you and says, oh, I didn't do this, and oh, what's that? And it's like, well, you've approved it, or you've authorized it, or you've sent the payment, or your admin authorized it, you authorized it, and your admin sent the payment. Well, you know, that audit information is really important. So, yeah, Apron have launched an audit trail for all their payment transactions, which is fantastic news, and just gives us that another level of confidence in the fact that when they, if, if we're ever challenged on anything, we can back it up, I think. Um, have you had a play with it, Aaron? Had any thoughts on it? Yeah, I think for me, just having a standard audit trails just seems sensible, right? And, and, you know, it's just nice to see that feature come in. I think what they've done differently and what they've really focused on, though, is just the level of that detail. So it's <coughs> something, excuse me, something as simple as, if someone was to change from one bank account to another. So they were originally going to pay this bank, but now they're paying this bank that gets highlighted. And that's super important, isn't it? When it comes yep. to if anything was to go wrong, if there was any issues, if you want to back anything up, um, you know, those sort of things are going to be super crucial. And the fact that you don't even have to think about it. It's not like you have to add this feature on or anything. This just happened in the background and it's going to be there for you when you need it. That's what it's all about. And that's what they do well, right? They just they just make it so that it's just straightforward for that user to do. And that's yeah. where they've done with with other options like this, it'll be you know, you can see the 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 strap line now, oh new audit trail release, but you're gonna have to tick this, tick that, put this through, then jump through these hoops to do it. That tends to be your typical approach to these sort of things, isn't it? Whereas yeah. the, these guys, as always, just went, well. Let's just make sure. Let's concentrate on that user experience. Have we nailed that? Yes. Okay, we can roll it out. And that's, yeah, we couldn't ask for anything more, could we? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so well done to the guys at Apron. And I know they're very busy working on several other feature updates. So expect a lot more news from them dropping out onto the headlines over the coming weeks and months, I think. Um, so, Aaron, you were in London or Londinium back uh, last week, just for a change because you you really like London. You've not spent much time there. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think you're even classed as a tourist now or a visitor, are you? You're just a resident of London. Um, so what were you in London for this time? A few things, but my first part of the trip was for Employment Hero um, and going to their award night, their first award night, um, which was really nice, actually. They basically brought all their partners into one room, um, had an opportunity to give out some exclusive swag, including um, a branded cocktail, or cocktail, should I say, <clears throat> which was lovely to see um there was the likes of charlie was there Ariona was there so we had some nice people from the industry to talk to and some other people there as well um which 
yeah, I had quite a bit to drink, so yeah, I can't remember all the names. Uh, <laughs> I was getting the drunken hard. text messages, like, very yeah. cryptic as well. So, oh, Aaron's at the party. <laughs> um, but one of the nice bits was their recognition of partners as well, and they went a few around and they did some awards, and Boffitts came away with the transformation uh, let's get this right transformation awards powered by employment hero and we were the partner of the year winner 2023 so i got to go up got to get my amazing trophy i've you know i've had that with me in the thank you thank you i'll do my speech now for uh <laughs> um no but it was, it was an amazing event like we really really enjoyed it um and it was just good. They what what I'd like or what I did like about them is the fact that they knew like what was the what's the parts that people enjoy about these events, right? It is the networking, it is talking, it is getting together, it is that sort of thing. So, you know, it was very much canapes or canapes, whatever you call them, wandering around. So it was making sure we didn't have to sit down and, you know, miss the chance to talk to one another and everything else we were just it was constantly having that networking that we're networking they kept the kind of conversations and stuff brief in terms of the presentations and stuff um and then they made sure there was some social media opportunities as well so that yeah, was good fun good fun yeah Fantastic. it was um, a good event and nice to be uh be recognized isn't it as a as an yeah. award winner um so yeah very very grateful for it and yeah we just if, if anything we need to do a bit of better push our end of um, how good the event was. So yeah, good times I'd buy on. Good, good. Okay. So that was the first part of your trip to London. What was part two? Part two part was not left me jealous at all. <laughs> part two was the um, trainer writer network meetup. So through QuickBooks, if you've ever had a, um, uh, ever been trained for anything through there through the webinar platforms through course certification advanced certification or recertification um then it was run by the trainer by network which is a group of us accountants who provide the trainers training um, and we have an annual get together and part of the annual get together is to talk about well, what what should we be training next year like how are we going to improve blah 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 you know your normal annual meetup but it's always recognized by swag um and i've had some of the best swag out of that event that i've ever had my amazing delay trade and writing network delay i've got an amazing bag very similar to the accounting council bag but this year they uh they definitely raised the bar and we were very very lucky so we got ourselves a nice little i think you've got one of these already haven't you one of the nice little cups yep so talk about the fact that into books training team on there we love to see um we got one of my nicest bags i've ever had in terms of um like opportunity to to go away and and put some stuff in so nice little bag that you can take with you very very stylish very nice into it quickbooks branded which we like to see i'm saving the best of last here we had um a nice little oh present you've got a nice little trainer right network certified trainer little thing to go there so that was lovely um pop sockets and stuff like that and then probably the swag of the absolute decade we got some Air Force Ones with Intuit QuickBooks there. And at one point, they were going to put Intuit QuickBooks trainer, you know, because it's a trainer. That's what they're going to go for. But no, they went for the um, more subtle approach. They've got the nice green tick Intuit QuickBooks there, Air Force Ones. And I'm very, very tempted 
I've been looking at the because um, Black Friday, obviously. I've been looking at opportunities um, to see, and there's magnetic um, um, uh, uh, things where you can show off your your trainers, and they spin magnetically, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and like you've got a green tint to them as well. So very tempted to go down that route, but yeah, I would say that was swag of the absolute decade um in terms of we love our trainers don't we i mean they're not, yeah they're not they're not disappeared these these are the ones that that you've got over there as well and yeah. we love these trainers and you know we love showing them off but oh a bit of a bit of, bit of special that one i can only sit and hope that in two weeks time when we're at the accounting council there's some more of those going around there's only 11 that was ever made and 11 that you've been told about ever. No, 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 no. That is eleven of eleven. Um, there's a little little plaque that we got saying what number we were and all that lot. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. But they you know, next week at the account or week after at County Council, there'll be something else that will uh oh, that'll be, that yeah. we'll that's yeah. I mean, we, we don't do these things for the swag. We do oh, these yeah. things because we're very passionate about feeding back to QuickBooks on the accounting council and your passion for training and improving people's use of quickbooks etc but it's certainly not it's certainly nice to have the swag as well yeah it is very appreciated it was yeah um, it was an, an amazing event we got to talk to a lot of the uh, people up at quickbooks more ndas were signed so there's even more stuff that i got to see um about what was happening in even the team over in india what they're preparing at which i've never spoke to before in my life so that was great to see um yeah yeah some great things coming in as soon as we get to talk about them don't you worry, we'll be talking about on the show on QuickBooks Labs and the QuickBooks Chat channel. So we'll go through some comments because I've just realized we've uh, oh, missed yeah. a few. Go for it. Um, <clears throat> uh, Paul says he, he was sure it was more of a guidance going all the way back to the beginning That's of the good, show. Yeah. yeah. Is it right to legislate e-voicing yet? There's still plenty of businesses that rely on manual invoicing. My view is MTD needs to be in place first. I think we'll both agree on that one. Yep. Good point there. Oh, um, Sue says transfer wise was so expensive and it definitely was. Was that yep. the only reason to get an adoption? Was it just the price point, or do you think it was also the fact it was quite clunky? It was a clunky integration, it was expensive, but also I question how many international payments need to be made from zero for small businesses in today's world because you, you just pay by card, <laughs> like, and it wow. the bank deals with it, like. Um, I suppose business to business, isn't it? If you're paying a contractor and stuff, it's yeah. that's so, where it becomes in. But even then, it was so clunky. Like, yeah, all I got was the money returned back to me five or six times, and I just annoyed the contractor. Yeah. So I was like, well, <laughs> well I'm going to my standard way of paying it. I used to use uh, TransferWise for a few months, and then I moved to Cresco for my international payments. Yeah. Cheaper, easier. You know, like Cresco will be able to replace. Transfer wise, without any headaches there, and make a fantastic job of it. So, definitely the a uh, step in the right direction for that integration. Um, so, says, yeah. um, here's hoping Ryan offers to attend 2024 QB Connect to discuss Wrexham. Um, yes, Ryan Reynolds was uh, at QuickBooks Connect Las Vegas. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed meeting Tom Kitchen and get like I cook from his cookbook regularly that he's signed to my wife. Um, but it's not Ryan Reynolds. 
There's layers, isn't there? There's layers, yeah. 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 Although my favourite part about that is all the memes that's come out of his um, yes. photo op opportunity, where purposely he does not look interested because he's in a room full of accountants, which I absolutely love. I'm all up for that. It, it was yeah. full on. It was his persona, wasn't it, which we love. Yeah. Um, and Louise, uh, Louise says, so envious of those Air Force ones. Oh, beautiful and the problem is i'm never going to wear them they're just going to sit there i'm going to find some way of being able to show them off in the background i might even change this whole background so that they're the just number one focus on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go through from there cool. cool okay let's move on aaron i hear you've heard some rumors in the jungle the jungle drums are drumming um of potential acquisition yeah, which came out of nowhere as well. I mean, we, we're we pretty... I mean, if we put our Tim 4 hats on, we're pretty good at trying to guess who's going to acquire what, right? Or at least who yeah, would be in the market. Who's interested in what industries? Yes, this one. Exactly. I mean, what, what's your evidence for this one? So I've... <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to be honest. This is a very tinfoil hat moment. In fact, we may need to start having more of a... Um, a, a different segment. I think this isn't let's talk industry. This is fantasy zone moment because we're basing this on <laughs> very tangible evidence or very untangible evidence at this point in time. But this was a blog post, and the blog post says that Alphabet, which is 1.7 trillion, or that's 1.4 in, in pounds, um, which in go Google, so basically Google itself, is looking to buy and in talks to get a major stake in the one and only Monzo Bank. Um, they're saying that the value of Monzo at the moment is four billion. Um, so the idea would be that Google would buy into the four billion, um, and that well, they're gonna try and throw 500 million at it to get a uh, a bit more of a or get a um, um, a, a bigger stake in it or a major stake in it. It's interesting, isn't it? Like fintech no. banks, challenger banks pushing forward. This could be a big move, surely. The technology they could bring to the table. I mean, you're a Google Android user now, aren't you? So you, you're on the yeah, Google. Um, <laughs> you're on the Google uh, bandwagon now. You're, you know, I've heard you getting a Chromebook soon. Yeah, <laughs> you're going all the way in. Forget the iPad. You're going for an Android tablet. You know, you're a. They call you Mr. Google, for what I've heard. So, what, <laughs> what do you think Google are, are going to be able to bring to Monzo itself? A flat battery. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that's uh, listening and watching yes i did try a google pixel 15 pro and i tried the watch and i tried the earbuds i spent my life plugged into a wall being charged everything like the phone's dead right charge that get put the phone back right got the phones charged again oh now my earbuds are dead i was charging the blooming watch twice a day like, so it's all gone it's all gone back and I'm back on the Apple bandwagon. My my moment of insanity is over. But here's my thought on this blog and intangible evidence you found. We know Apple Pay and Google Pay is the next big thing. Like that's everyone's paying by contactless these days. Most people are paying by contactless on their phones because if you pay contactless on your card there's a hundred pound spend limit pay contactless yeah. on your on your phone or your watch no limit 
unless you set one yourself. You, right? Like, yes, because it's ID'd right? you through your face or your fingerprint. Yeah. So is this Google's approach to supercharge Google Pay by using Monzo and the technology in Monzo and bringing open banking technology to Google Pay? Interesting. That's my Tim for hat thought. I like it because if you think Apple has already got a march on the moment, and I know it's not in the UK, it's US only, but you can get the Apple card, can't you? And you can go down that yep. route. And but it's all powered by a third party, and apparently they're losing a lot of money out of this deal. Um, <clears throat> it's not been very good for them. So I see what you're saying. So this is more of a let's get if if this goes, you know, Tim for hat moment goes down the route. This is more of a let's just embed that all in and run it through there that is interesting so there because it is it's google wallet isn't it they've got that's their equivalent to apple wallet yeah thing. google wallet google pay thing yeah yeah so if they've got that then that's where this could all sit potentially or and google. also remember this isn't just google this is android yes 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 yes, yes, powers yes yeah. all the payment facilities on every phone so yes samsung have launched their own thing that's not doing very well but it's also got google pay on yep. the android software so, yeah, this could be – I don't think they're interested in going into banking. I think they're into they're interested in open banking, payment providers, and technology in the banking space that will supercharge Google Pay. I think yeah. that's the angle they'd be going for. I'd say my, my take on it or my bit that we, I wanted to talk about was the fact that if at the moment in time we've had this big jump from your standard bank – high street bank and this is uk talking so think about america what this could do but from a uk point of view we've gone from your standard high street bank then challenger banks came along now if you've got silicon valley being involved in that challenger bank space like the might of something like google what they could bring to it in theory surely this could be the the next step up right yeah. and for america you're going from black and white tv to straight to vr technology aren't you i mean yeah. if you look at their infrastructure that could yeah. be huge right yeah so i think europe and uk mon the monza acquisition if it does go ahead would supercharge google pay and i would not be surprised if this is their play in the u.s to modernize the u.s banking system completely yep yep because yep. the u.s primarily still work on checks and cash exactly exactly so if Google think they can bring in Monzo from Europe and put it into the US and dominate the banking industry, I mean, whether the government will let them have that kind of control and stuff is a different matter. But it could be a very clever move from Google. And do you reckon Bard or AI has got anything, like would they be able to bring anything to the table? Well, it's all possibility, isn't it? Because they're bringing in, you know, they've got the, the AI tool. So... It's like QuickBooks Intuit Assist. In theory, there's all sorts of possibilities because of the data they that Quick, Intuit have. Especially in America with QuickBooks Bank, right? Like, yeah. oh, QuickBooks Assist, um, who do I need to pay? All these people, can you just make those payments? Uh, can I afford yeah. it? Yeah, brilliant. Then make the payments, please. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that's the the dream, right? That's the end goal, right? We we, yeah. we we watched it in that that video way back when, was it five years ago now, where that person yeah. was sat in the back of the car? Like yep. that's that's the idea we get to, and I think Google and Monzo can start looking at that sort of functionality. You know, Bard do X Y Z or Google Assist, whatever it's called now. Well, and, and that could be another reason that Google's actually doing this is because they're worried 
Intuit are going to get the steal on them because of Intuit Assist and QuickBooks Bank in the US. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So this is their way of being competitive with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's in, it's an interesting angle. Because um, Monzo have their own FMS equivalent in there. It's not very good, but they've got their own there, haven't they? They've they've yeah. kind of built their own like Stalin has, like Tide have. They've got their own thing. Do you reckon that they would want to push that end of it? Is this a, a new player in the market or are we thinking is that too much tinfoil? Have we have we have we exercised our tinfoil too much at this point? Yeah, I think you've started crossing a line. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it could be a very interesting acquisition for Google and for Google Pay and banking in America. Um, so yeah, cool. Okay, let's uh, take the simple hats back off, back into reality. Out of the fantasy uh, zone. Yeah, out of the fantasy zone, back into reality. And Aaron, we're in London this week. Well, not right Shock. now, obviously. <laughs> yeah, for me, you, and Shock, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Completely shocked. Do you even know what Derby looks like anymore? Like, I'm, I'm fairly sure you just go home to do this episode and then you go back to London. Yeah, if you ask my wife, that's exactly what she'll tell you. <laughs> um, but yes, so you and I are in London this week and we're going to be at the small oh. business show. Um, now, <clears throat> I I did the small business show with QuickBooks last year and you and I are going to be there this year with QuickBooks. And they've got a big stand in the front door as you walk in, and there's going to be a big wall that says "Speak to an accountant today," and people are going to be able to come up and speak to you and me for two days solid. Um, we did the same principle as a trial last year for QuickBooks, and it was incredibly successful. Uh, I had a queue of five or ten people for two days solid, um, like just wanting to ask how they can do certain things in QuickBooks or quick tax advice and stuff, and. It always this event seems to fall on the autumn budget, uh, autumn statement oh, being announced. Yeah. So I started getting questions about that on day two. So we need to do our research that night. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic event that makes Accountex look tiny. So this thing, so Accountex has like 10,000 people turn up, the small business show has 30,000 people turn over over two days. It's incredible. But what's the reason that we would recommend anyone going is the it's about small businesses. It's not narrowed into the niche of accounting and bookkeeping. Um, so we're all business owners. We all own and run businesses. So being able to go to an event where they've got a more broader selection of speakers talking about a broader topic of running a small business is fantastic. So if you're in and around London, make sure you pop in. It's a free ticket, as these events are at the London XL. Um, so, yeah, well worth popping in. And, of course, when you come through the doors and you see the big QuickBooks stand, pop over and say hello to myself and Aaron, if we're not inundated with uh, a queue of people wanting to ask questions. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one again. Uh, it was really one of my highlights of last year was attending this and being part of that QuickBooks team, that QuickBooks family on the day um, was fantastic. So, yeah, I'm hoping you're going to enjoy it as much as I did last year, Aaron. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Won't it? I mean, I don't know what to expect. I think in my mind, I'm thinking it's like you said, Accountex, but bigger. I'm like, how is that even possible? But OK, let's go with that then. Let's go with Accountex, but bigger. Um, 
and I yeah I'm, I'm I'm just excited to see what it's like I think I've reined in my what I wanted to do at the event because I think we've learned haven't we we need to start saying no to some things and start being sensible in terms of what we can achieve in there in the time yeah. frame that's there um so I think this has been a big really good important for us in terms of learning what we kind of can't do at these events and be able to make sure that we uh we put our energy into what's needed so at this point our energy has to be around the quickbook stand and supporting those guys and being available to be able to um talk to the people who were who were coming to the stand so yeah let's let's make sure that's our focus because originally we were social media takeover and all sorts weren't we again you know no, no, you were yeah, true. You, you forget. True. I've, I've, I did this last year. I know yeah. how busy we're going to be. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But I think it's important for us to, to understand that, right? Like, yeah, we're only a finite amount of um, resource, so we've got to make sure we put that resource into, into the right yeah. things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm well looking forward to. It. I think there's going to be some good things. Is there? A, is there a night? Like nightlife after this event, like context or no. Event? Okay. no, it's normally just go out, uh, go and have some dinner with the QuickBooks team, which is always a good, good opportunity anyway. Um, but yeah, the like it's an interesting event because so Sage were there last year, but I don't believe they're going to be there this year. Um, Zero don't do this event. Um, I'm not really sure who else does, if anyone, because yeah, because it's such a broad range. I mean, when I was there. The quick, so the team that QuickBooks send are the direct team. So, you know, the local baker ringing up QuickBooks saying, I want to use QuickBooks. It's that team that looks after that. Um, but this year they're sending two teams because there were so many accountants and bookkeepers at this event that QuickBooks have deployed both the direct team and the accounting bookkeeping team yeah. to support queries from both angles. Um, so, yeah, it it's going to be a great event. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and this, the trial last year was to see if there was interest in having experts on the stand answering questions. Like, do, would their would the small business owners attending see value in asking accountants questions free of charge there and then? And yes, it was a complete and utter success, which is why there's now two of us doing it, and there's a whole wall and a sitting area and stuff for us to do it at. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it puts you and me at the forefront of however many thousands of businesses that are going to go through those doors. Um, so yeah, and <laughs> it, it reinforces that message from QuickBooks that the accountants and bookkeepers at the forefront of that relationship. Yeah. Like agreed. you can't just come and use our software Well, you can, but we advise you use it alongside your accountant and bookkeeper so much so that we've actually put two of them on this stand with us today. So, yeah, great message for, to be sending out. Um, and have you seen all the adverts now? All the uh, the heroes behind the heroes? Uh, yeah. Fantastic social. And it, you can tell it's working because accountants and bookkeepers are sharing it on social media. Big time. Which yeah, they've been they approve of it. Exactly. And there's no negativity around it, right? Like, I've seen. we were the first to criticize the screaming man. We were the first to criticize the, well, the I was a little kid. bit on the fence, but you were you were very critical of the chicken one, right? Bloody, yeah. Whereas these <laughs> ones, they just seem to be more, um, you know, more in line with the message that QuickBooks are saying, which is yeah. what we, all we can ever ask for. Um, and I know 
from talking to the social media team, there was a lot of what they call activation, which is a new term that for me anyway. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to steal that term. Uh, but there's a lot of activation of that campaign coming along because it's a year long campaign. Yeah. Um, and even ourselves at Boffix, we've already in conversations with them. Of, okay, how can we jump on this bandwagon and jump with this and go through from there? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I mean, it makes sense. Right? It's a it's a fun, exciting little uh, campaign, isn't it? And you know, you can see straight away that there's a lot of cogs starting to turn and cogs about how how we can jump on this and 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 push that so and and like you said for this campaign here i think there is going to be a, a hero-esque element to this campaign which will be cool to kind of see yeah um, we might have to take our masks along with us our quickbooks uh yeah. hero masks along with us to uh to get the most out of it yeah brilliant okay so it is black friday week people i've already spent a fortune um my office has now got a new alarm system. Um, the the new lighting system I brought won't work because it's the wrong lights. Right. Yeah. Oh, lights? Which ones did you go for? So, well, I wanted these, uh, you know, the smart, so I've got these spot bulbs here, like halogen bulb type things, uh, well, LED ones, and I wanted smart control ones so I could control the different brightnesses from everywhere yep, 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 yep. and then i realized when i took the light fitting apart it's like these are not the same bulbs <laughs> so i'm gonna have to revisit that plan but we've now got a smart bulb in our living room so we're not at the the light switch for us is on the wrong side of the the room for us to then get up the stairs without breaking our necks um so we now have a smart one that we can tell our home system to go turn off the lounge light and it does without us breaking our neck, so it's lovely. Um, but there is so many deals out there at the moment on creator stuff, isn't there? So Elgato have got some deals on some of their lights, which are fantastic. I use a lot of the Elgato lights um, on my cameras and stuff. Yeah. Rode, Steam Deck got a nice little price uh, saving as well, has not it? it? Has. Yeah. So that's another one to look at. And Rode, which is what we use for our sound for our microphones, our headphones, and our recording devices have got a great deal where you're, if you buy any of their certain devices, you get £120 worth of uh, headphones free, which are fantastic headphones as well. Aaron and I are both very upset that we've paid full price for our headphones. <laughs> um, but yeah, <coughs> there is absolutely tons and tons of fantastic deals out there. So our top, top tip for you guys this week really is if you're planning to start creating content, don't even need to use like the Elgato and the road stuff like we do. But if you're planning to start creating some content, then now is the time to start looking at gear and getting maybe a bit more of a premium product than you were planning to for the price of a not so premium product. Um, so yeah, that, that would be our top advice for the week ahead. People is check out the deals that are available to you. Yeah, even if it's just a ring light or something like that, it's amazing how much a light can completely transform the way that your your setup is. So, a half decent light could be a huge addition to it. So, there, there's like I'm looking at one now, twenty three percent off at the moment, right? So you're not going to get them sort of deals any other time. So look at getting yourself a nice little light. They're always good good ones to jump at. And my other tip as well is to think about just using small little accessories. I haven't done a Black Friday ever without buying myself a um, an sd card um at some point because they're just 
yeah, throw away price at this point during these events to try and entice you to buy the big camera or whatever. So, yeah, I would definitely look to get yourself a new SD card uh, while they're while they're going for a good price. Um, and, and yeah, and going from there. And the amount I say I said say this every time, but the amount of money that I could have saved if we'd have uh, held off our purchases and just bought during Black Friday would have been ridiculous, yeah. right? But you yeah. can't you can't live like that, can you? You've got to, no. especially when for us it's all about getting more exposure and more invoice, uh, more um, income, etc. Anyway, so yeah, but, yeah, definitely. If you if you've not got any of it, this is a good time to do it. Even the the camera you use, right? The ZV ZV EV one EV ten EV ten EV ten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Paul's um, just said in the comments, price. have you got any recommendations for cameras and stuff? So first of all, your phone. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, definitely. Apple phones, uh, now, especially now the USB-C, if you've got the 15, if you've not, you've got the 14, something, even then, they make great web cameras and they're great for filming content. Um, if you're looking for something like a good, a static webcam, Aaron and I use the Insta360 Go, uh, Insta360s, which are the ones on gimbals and they track around the room. They've got AI in them. They're fantastic. Not cheap microphones, but uh, not cheap webcams but worth every penny if you're creating content yeah um, and they're on they're on offer for black friday as well and they're on offer then i've got the insta 360 go like action cam thing so this is what i use to shoot my snorkeling footage in my vlog the other day uh the other week even and this is what i use to get the point of view stuff when i'm walking around town and getting onto buses and trains um and then i've got hang on and then I've got, if it comes over, <coughs> yeah, so this is a CV, uh, Sony CV10, um, which is their budget one. It's nothing exciting or expensive or anything, um, but it's a fantastic device. So definitely worth looking around. If you, can, if you want to start creating content, uh, good sound, good camera, no, good sound, good lighting, and an average camera will get you a mile down the road. Yeah. And the other big one is we we swear by these, right? Um, oh, there's yeah. opportunities to get them, but DJI mic. mic. Yeah, so the DJI mics are amazing. Rode have got some as well, so you can't go wrong really with which one, depending on what your budgets are and what's on off at the time. But amazing, yeah. you know, getting yourself a, a wireless microphone is huge in terms of it. Because we all know, right, if you're going to watch a video and they've got really dodgy sound, unforgivable but if you're watching it and it's a you know not great video but the sound's fine you're more than likely going to continue to the end of that right so yeah definitely. yeah definitely, definitely get take advantage of the uh of that if it's in your price range right right well that brings us up to time aaron so <laughs> we will wrap it up and call it a day i will see you in two days time down in london for the small business show. If anyone's attending the small business show, please pop by the QuickBooks stand and say hello. Um, and I'm sure we'll have some top trump cards available if you mention the podcast. Uh, so you can grab some of those. Um, otherwise, we will join you back here next week um, at 8.30 every Monday on whichever social media platform you're following us on. If you want to leave us a review, then please do. We do appreciate any reviews on the podcasts. If you've got any questions that you want us to answer, uh, stick them, and you're watching this back at a later date, stick them in the comments and we'll 
bring them up into the next week's episode for you as well. So that's everything from me. Anything from you, Aaron? Yep, sounds good. You got the outro right. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, is there a script? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's on a different page. There's no wonder I don't. <laughs> no, we're happy yeah. with that one. That was that was well, 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 well done. Even if it was off the top of your head. <laughs> there we go. Brilliant. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us in the comments and asking questions and stuff. It makes life and these events so much better for us all. So we will see you all next week. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye bye.